And uh, I don't know. I still don't have good intros for y'all. Um, we're gonna let the music play. This is episode 90. 90? Or 91? 91. Is it 91? Alright, 91. Episode 91. This is the Wash Guys. We are washed, never washed up. I am Draft. I am Sean Luke Picard. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're back once again, giving you the hottest and the most depressing news of the <laughs> week. All in a fun fill. Hour. You package it nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice you know? 45 to 90 minute. Uh, it's not ashy news. It's just it's just cut and dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cut and dry, but never ashy. Like mm. that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice moisturized news. Yeah, Palmer's. Cycle. Yeah, yeah. Palmer's good, for the blacks. Yeah, uh, good castor oil, shea butter energy. Yeah, yeah. Jergens for the whites. Yeah. Um, Lubiderm. Yeah, yeah. Lubiderm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Lubadum commercials used to have that big ass alligator walking around models? Oh yeah, it was that. that and was they would just yeah, 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 they yeah. would just have it walking around lotion, cause that yeah, made sense. Yeah, not alligator skin, bro. You don't want to be one of those people. That's crazy, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All this, the people with eczema, shout out to them. Huh? Um, shout out my eczema um, survivors. Yeah, yeah. Keep fighting. All my alopecia warriors. <laughs> I remember there was a scene in uh, Ozark where like the daughter is trying to like get the dad to uh, pledge some money to her friends like uh, <laughs> eczema <laughs> it's like friends she's got a fucking rash man she doesn't need ten dollars why y'all raise some money for this shit but that was one of the funnier scenes but yeah uh we're back once again this is episode 91 90 what did we say all right 91 um i believe it's 91 that's what i put down all right we'll right. figure it out in post yeah yeah either way y'all see it man i'm, I'm sure no one's like sitting at home. numbers nigga like oh shit what are talking about this motherfucker said it's 90 bro when it's 91 bro. it's 91 I'm done with this podcast <laughs> this motherfuckers can't even keep up this is the last straw man yeah, yeah, not yeah. dropping podcast yeah. for six months was <laughs> that's one thing but <laughs> now that we're back on track lose <laughs> accounts fucking ridiculous so yeah yeah 91 90 whatever the case is rodman or uh reggie white <laughs> Think. yeah 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 all right all right so um yeah like i said we back uh episode 91 uh where you want to start i guess we'll start with wash moments you got a wash moment yeah my wash moment it's been a pretty washed couple of days i got family in town oh uh, shout out my uncle adam yeah just do the how you week he was a uh, combination I didn't realize he was driving down here from New York, man. But this is like his second or third. This is like his second time down here. First time down since Freak Nick. And uh, I think it was like the last Freak Nick, too. So, like, 98. Um, So, it's a a completely different city now. And it's funny just seeing. I didn't realize, like I said, he was driving down here. And how much of the city was was in Or in their 20s from 98. That's crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Well, early 30s. I think he was early 30s. No, I'm just saying, like, if he was born in 98. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a whole adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got to treat the them. Are out of college. Yeah, you're yeah. voting. Yeah. Uh, doing their morning routine on TikTok. Yeah. And selling it. Mm-hmm. Or, or OnlyFans selling pictures of their feet and food. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know where this went. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we just talking about... The the things that have changed in the city since then, like 
the idea of he was like, yeah, so where y'all go to get clothes? Y'all still go to Lennox Mall? It's like, you know, kind of. If you got a strap, like, uh, <laughs> it's like, damn, I thought that used to be the nice mall. It's like, uh, if you got a strap, sure. yeah. <laughs> still nice shit in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they ain't moved all the nice shit out yet. Yeah, they haven't. That's and, what makes it quite interesting. Yeah, because it's kind of like the Wild West. You can yeah. go in there and claim what's yours, but yeah. you might have a shootout. You might catch a body and get a Gucci bag. Mm-hmm. On yeah. one visit. Shout out International Pete, man. Y'all cutting out the middle, man. <laughs> I seen International P. <laughs> For all those that don't know, man, International P is a legend amongst small circles. Uh, he used to host the early Smack DVD rap battles back when Smack DVDs were a whole collection of nigga entertainment. Yeah. It wasn't just a rap battle; like it was, it was a combo. It yeah. came with fries and nuggets. <laughs> And one of some one of them nuggets was Big a one ads and shit. Yeah, <laughs> one of them nuggets was. A, I remember the times. battle was a forty cal Cardi battle, and oh, international yeah, that was the battle. International P was in there hosting it, and his punchline. Anybody who has seen that DVD just remembers this nigga in the back yelling, "Hey yo, hold it down, son, hold it down." <laughs> I forget the new nigga name, but uh, Smack. Oh, Smack, you right? You on it? Ooh, yeah, yeah, they do call that nigga Smack. Yeah, I yeah. think he was the dude. I feel like he was there it. too. Yeah, he yeah, was, he was filming there. Yeah, but yeah. he was he was Smack more been around forever. Yeah, he was more the Beasley character, and then yeah, yeah, International yeah. P. I think he, he was, was more the host. Like he yeah. had a life changing. He would be the one announcing the rounds and shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a life changing event. Some happened, man, but now this nigga's on uh, Vice with Michael K. Williamson uh, or Michael K. Williams, R.I.P. the Great, um, selling Gucci belts. And it was just, it was kind of perplexing. I was like, damn, bro, what happened? And uh, what should we call it, Mass? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Shiesty Mass. Uh, oh, yeah, the Shies. I, that's, if the, I was about it, to call him Shies Bub. That's how old I am. Mm, mm. He was about to right, bring it right back yeah, to 40 Cal. Yeah, that's dipset. crazy. Pooh <laughs> mm. Shiesty Mass. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I knew I was old, though. If this is a wash moment. It's two wash moments, man. The first one's the word Shiesty Mask, like. The fact that niggas call them shysties, I had a young nigga tell me, shout out Logan. Logan tell me, like, yo, they call them shysties, man. Everybody got shysties. And he said it, like, twice, and I was like, bro, what? Like, yeah, shysties. Like, if a nigga sh- would have said that to me, I wouldn't have got it. But if, in context, I wouldn't know what it is. It made me upset to hear it verbalized. <laughs> oh, I've heard it for yeah. I've been hearing it for a while. Because yeah, they've been they've been sold out for the longest. And I remember Nike made one, mm-hmm. and them shits was yeah, them shits are going crazy. That, that shit yeah. made me feel so get off my lawn. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting to see what comes in the fashion and what comes out. But I mean, we were wearing ski masks, all the same shit. That's just like a a, a a a um a dry fit ski mask. Yeah, they had it was an era where they had the little wrap around joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. Covered the bottom half of your face, made you look like Jason. Mm-hmm. Supreme did a run on them. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. But those had a shorter run. I don't know how long the shiesty runs been. For it's real. been probably about maybe two years. How long has nigga been locked up? About two years, maybe. About a year and a half, yeah, almost yeah, two. Yeah. Probably close to that time, because because yeah. he had them. I want to say he had it on maybe in the video, but uh, the infamous video. But either way, uh, yeah, it's been going on for a while. <laughs> In the infamous video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If infamous. you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't <laughs> going even. Uh, free, to, free, to, free to God. And uh, shout out to the victims. And, yeah, the other watch moment I had is I found a, a pack of zebra-striped gum. Mm. 
in my parents' yeah. crib while I was over there talking to my uncle about city shit. I'm like, damn, where the fuck did y'all find this? Yeah, that's crazy. All the memories of like being a kid and picking up shit I don't necessarily need in the grocery store and taking it home and being like, man. Being so disappointed. It's just terrible. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I bought that shit multiple times knowing it wasn't good either. Nope. Shit you just do as a kid. Like, nah, bro. The package is so fire, bro. Brand new colors, this, stripes. You see the zebra on the front? I go to school and stun on you, ho. <laughs> this thing got shades, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nigga knows the deal, bro. It's a mohawk, nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, but yeah, Z it was Z probably Z. it was probably really racist on the, on the low, just because they took all the hip hop black stripes yeah, yeah. and then made them another color. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I respect that. They whitewashed the zebra, man. Zebras is from Africa. Yeah, they are. Keep your third eye open, yeah, man. Yeah, they was trying to sell us. Uh, what'd you say? Make I hate they self and love they wealth. Mm, can't train a zebra. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. That's what they don't want you to know. <laughs> yeah, but that was my week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shout out to zebras and uh, gum also. Yeah, you know. um, that culture clash that changed generations. Um, uh, wash moment. I have one, but you got me so caught up in the fucking zebra gum. Huh? Um, I just go with. Uh, I'm sure. I don't know if we mentioned this already, but I'll mention it again. Uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. and uh, Sharif O'Neal are both in the league. I think I've mentioned this a lot of times before, but I watched these players grow up. I mean, uh, I watched these players growing up. So, see the sons both got signed this year. It's like, God damn, nigga. I remember when like Shaq was like the young, cool rapper and shit. Now this motherfucker got a whole son in the league and shit, man. Like, nigga, I, I I played Shaq albums. Not that that was Shaq's greatest skill. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq may be the most versatile NBA player after his career was over. Oh, ever. even before. Oh, yeah. He's like the Snoop Dogg in NBA. He really is. He really is. He DJs now. This nigga was a, a this nigga Actor, got fat, cop. got back in shape. Yeah. Actor, cop, DJ. Buick salesman. Buick salesman, <laughs> MVP at some point. Just walk around giving out money to kids. Papa John's buying bikes at Walmart's. Yeah, he does a lot, man. But yeah, shout out to them, man. Sons both in the league right now. Not so much Scottie Pippen, bro. Because bro, you've man, who would have? I mean, we always assume Scotty was probably a fuck nigga, but man, as time. It's time reveals all, I guess, man. Because Jesus Christ, Scotty, bro, you can't catch a break. No. It was even an article I just saw. It was like his son was talking about, like, man, my dad used to fake like his feet hurt just once I started beating him one on one and shit. It's like, man, even his son kind of shitting on this nigga. <laughs> like, why is why does everybody just shit on you, bro? MJ don't really fuck with you no more. Like, it's kind of crazy. But, uh, shout out to them, man. It's crazy to see just MJ and Piscotti not fucking with each other, bro. That's that's a whole other watch. Yeah, like, this, this is like some old nigga shit, but damn, nigga. Y'all niggas is Batman and Robin, bro, my whole life. And now it's like, nigga, them niggas don't fuck with each other. You random, can't get them niggas in the same room. A random a random moment I saw where Scotty Pippen was taking shots. Was You remember that episode of the Waynes Brothers <laughs> where they had Marlon press his face up against the glass? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like, yo, I'm Scotty Pippen. <laughs> they, it was like a two weeks ago where that shit yeah, was just circulating yeah, yeah. I saw on the that internet. shit, yeah. 
I visibly fell out. Like, <laughs> I saw it drop my phone. Yeah, because the tweet I saw when it was like, yeah, what made him say Scotty Pippen, bro? <laughs> just so fucked up. <laughs> just like, nigga, just always choose him to shoot on. He pressed his face up against the glass and the nigga pointed at him and was like, this nigga look like Scotty Pippen. <laughs> and then they showed a picture of Scotty Pippen, bro. Yeah, Why does his face look like it's pressed up against blood? <laughs> Shout out Scotty, bro. Because uh, Larza is quite all right, man. So, you know, I mean, sure, she's not maybe the most loyal lady in the world, but, but she's, yeah. she's a looker. So, shout out to Scotty. <laughs> Got to know when to hold him. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Shit, I might let her cheat on me, too. Um, shout out Few. Yeah, shout out uh, Young Future. Uh, I never liked you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's it, man. Uh, we'll yeah, get into yeah. our topics. Uh, recently, Draft sent me this news article about mm, the Pentagon making a statement on the Supreme Court's ruling on Roe versus Wade. And I, I guess they saying, fuck with them folk talking about. Like, they basically are saying that they're going to hold all of the standards of the current status of the ruling. Um, so, for all the states that approve abortion... Like their their employees or people under their benefits package could always get an abortion and feel um confident that they'll either have legal counsel if they are tried or won't be at all. Um so it's kinda interesting based on the fact yeah, that Yeah, I think it's only for Pentagon employees, I guess. Yeah. But I think I I think I read let's go back to the article. But yeah, I believe I read it was like family members. Oh, like, family so, members too. So yeah. children yeah. and anybody under, covered under the insurance package. So let's say you got like somebody else who may not be your family, but you that you're the you're they're your dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, covered yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure their benefits package is probably crazy. You can cover a little bit of everybody. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's gonna be good anyway. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a trickle down uh, effect. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if they treat them any way they treat soldiers. Then wouldn't put too much stock into it. But uh. Well, this is, if anything, this is Aaron in a favor just because everybody else kind of got to deal with the consequences, which is another question or conversation to be had. Like, why why was it important for them to make this statement in the first place? Mm, I don't know if they made the statement or or more so it got leaked. And it's mm. like, I don't even know if they wanted people to know necessarily. Like, I think it just might have been something they were just like, man, fuck that shit. We're going to do what we do anyway. And then somehow it got out to the media, and everybody's like, "Yo, how the fuck they gonna keep doing this shit over here?" And it makes that makes it a stir, mm. you know what I mean? Because it's like, damn. Well, some people are just can be immune to to the law, essentially. But I mean, if I'm not mistaken, it was something that that was leaked on Twitter too. Yeah, and I I don't know if it was from their Twitter account or somebody else putting it out there. But they felt compelled enough to make a statement, which oh, is always a bad been. sign. Might have been because right. anytime you feel the, the need to clarify. It just make it look more suspicious. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably just didn't want the backlash of, you know, going forward and doing what the fuck they want to do, which is, I mean, understandable. I mean, I get why people would be outraged, but also, like, man, if some people can be helped, I mean, I guess it's better than, like, you know, current situations. Like, if we said that, all right, with the fucking the pen- people in the Pentagon had to, like, adhere to the, to the national law, then, I mean, it's just that many more kids that maybe would be in this world that don't need to be or however you feel I mean I don't want to take no side on the abortion or non-abortion rights uh, I'm gonna sit right in the middle uh, but Indian yeah. style yeah 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 but you know 
whatever side you take it's like i mean if you're on the other side of the uh ruling and you feel like it shouldn't shouldn't have passed then like, i mean you can't be mad if somebody if some people have access to the rights i mean yeah i don't think anybody I don't think anybody is necessarily ideally. I mean, obviously, it should cover everybody. Mad because that would be a juxtaposition to be in, where it's like, yo, we gonna the Pentagon, the pinnacle of, well, not even the pinnacle, but a a benchmark as far as people who are considered political animals or anybody involved in the workings of government has have stated that they're gonna support the people's right to choose and cover them if they incur any legal issues based on their decision in any of their home states that's what they were pretty much asking for for everybody else right like what the people are protesting about and another thing is like why are people protesting in cities the majority of the places where i feel like the abortion rights are probably going to stay pretty much the same with the exception of texas which is yeah because yeah. i saw i might have read something years ago might have, i think it's one part of texas where somebody would have to drive it like 200 miles or something insane like mm-hmm. that just to get to to reach their closest uh, abortion clinic so i mean i get it man uh i always felt like that issue is like the, one of the weirdest issues we have in um society because on one hand it's like even if you're against it i mean if you're against something it's 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 weird to be against something and say no 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 not only am I not going to do it but you can't do it either it's mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying I might not think people should do heroin I mean I guess we make it illegal or you know I guess cocaine illegal shit like that too but I don't never would never take the stand and be like you know what no one should ever do cocaine I mean you know what I mean or whatever the case is or no one should ever smoke cigarettes we can go some as small as that like I don't I'm not a fan of cigarettes and I think they kill people um, but you know, I would never take the stand of like no one should do it. So it's interesting to see how, because you could be against abortion and not necessarily want the law to change. I mean, you could have your own personal stance. And it's interesting to see how we always have this pack mentality. Yeah, and the idea, the idea that one size fits all is yeah. irrational, especially when it comes down to society. Like you can't. There's no way to control the way people react to certain things or the type of things like that spin your moments you know yeah, your yeah. precious moments in life because life is too short to go outside and, and make you know some teenage girl feel bad because she might have had a mistake in pregnancy or something and pick it and you know damn near every abortion clinic has people outside picketing and shit like that so mm-hmm. yeah man crazy world uh i don't know where we, well i know where we started but um i don't know where the fuck i was going with that but uh yeah man um it's so weird that we fight for our rights. <laughs> it's a weird thing to be like, yeah, all right, man, we got to fight for this shit. And I know we have to. It's a weird thing to have to decide what you stand on. Yeah, yeah. Like in the midst some point, of everybody going to work and trying to feed their families. If you've ever seen process. Sorry to Bother You, it's a scene where, well, the, just the movie in general, like the lengths that everybody's willing to go, either, either exceed far past the line or or digress far past back the the opposite direction and uh it sucks because all these things are like even the conversation about the movie uh idiocracy uh being back in rotation um just the concepts and ideas in that movie like it's funny just watching people see 
see these these stories play out in real time and having to be like, all right, man, somebody's gonna go too far. Like, like at some point we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see who's gonna really step out there and make a fool of themselves based on their ideas without having real facts. Like, who's gonna jump the shark? And it's weird. Like, the trial for January sixth happening currently isn't even a topic, but it's just it's just like you kind of look at it and you're like, man. I never thought it'd be this drastic. Like we sit here and we watch all all these these tragic things happen on a regular basis. I have to process it and go to work. Yeah. Nah, it's definitely a, a sad state of affairs, man. As some old person would say at some point. Uh, yeah, as you as you said, man, trying to do all this shit and balance it, balance it uh, between. Everybody's average everyday life is kind of fucking ridiculous, man. But uh, no matter what side you stand on, but I do think we—I don't know, man. I think we should be less passionate about everything. We're just too passionate about some, <coughs> some of these laws. Excuse me. Yeah, some, everybody feels a certain type of way. Yeah, yeah. Like some sometimes you can just have, have a personal opinion. Just sit the fuck at home, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck. So I do think sometimes politics is better to be sat out of, man. Like, like I guess the argue, you know, like everything doesn't have to be a law in your favor. Like some of this shit could just you could be against abortion, but you don't need a law against it, man. Just don't get one. That's yeah. how you're against it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm against you know people owning AR-15, so I ain't got one. So you know what I mean? It just is what it is. Um, take the first step. Personal accountability. Be the change you want to see. Mm-hmm. All that uh, motivational shit. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, Delta pilots. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah, out apparently, to Delta. Apparently, a lot of these cancellations ain't due to weather. Yeah, yeah. None of these cancellations due to weather. Uh, it wasn't just Delta, too. It was last week. It was, I saw American Airlines pilots lined up. Mm. I, I don't, it wasn't in Atlanta. This This one was in Atlanta, actually. So shout out to all the Delta pilots. Um, I always fly Delta, so shout out to y'all niggas, man. Yeah, I'm man. still here. Y'all ain't crashed me yet. So uh, y'all supporting the Atlanta economy? You getting yeah. everybody Chargers and Camaros? Yeah, but as I said, man, uh, the I've I've seen the story a thousand times about pilots being overworked. Now just to think, we're gonna have to a, a pipeline is gonna have to be created for a lot of these jobs. Like I mean, like you said, we were talking before the pod. Like automation may play a part in that but it's either that or we're gonna have to start putting more trades and making making these trades more accessible to young people like we yeah. have we have to like i know that's been an argument for a long time but as we see our infrastructure crumble across the united states whether it be you know like plumbing and you know just the schools quality of schools and and all all across the board, just like manpower is 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 a thing that we're lacking nowadays, and um, I think that just comes with flight, uh, you know, uh, pilots too, you know. As I said, before, like I was saying before the pod, like you don't see no young people talking about they want to be a pilot. Like it's not advertised to them. It's not made to seem glamorous. Like there's all these type of cool shows about computer hackers and working at Google and working on, you know, what I'm saying like these these are the forward. Uh, moving Being police 
<laughs> Even police get movies and shit. Like, I mean, you just you might have that's one. That's Denzel, man. Yeah, you got Denzel, flight, and man. you crashing that motherfucker. All mm-hmm. the all the ones about flight. I mean, pilots. It's like you, you got Top Gun, nigga. Passenger Fifty Seven. Yeah. That's the only only positive black experience that yeah. niggas got on planes for. Sure, any anybody's experience. They're Snakes all, on the plane. They're all tragic when it comes to any mm-hmm. pilot or plain movie whether it be black or white but yeah so like th- these jobs aren't made to look glamorous for kids so I don't think you know the new age people are, are looking to seek that job so like I'm sure all these pilots are overworked they probably don't have mm-hmm. enough staff no matter what airline you go to so um, they were definitely uh, the one I saw with American Airlines they were uh, picketing for it's just obviously more money but like uh, more time off too though that was one of the, the key things like yeah, I believe as soon as you start asking for more time off mandatory yeah. overtime like yep. a lot of those pilots so, I mean and you, we gotta really break it down to like bro these people are <laughs> flying us 20, 30,000 feet in the air. I would have fucked 50,000 feet in the air, dog. They want like, these niggas disgruntled. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like we should take these motherfuckers serious, man. Like, if anybody has us by the balls, it's the fucking pilots. Yeah. Anytime they strike, we got to really, just got to give them what the fuck they want. The fuck and it's funny because in those type of environments, like, when when the airplane industry went into a crisis, the first time, well, during our generation, like in the 90s, what was the first thing they did? Start cutting meals. Mm-hmm. It always starts as something simple. They start cutting the fat where they feel like people will complain the least. And customers mm-hmm. was the first step. Now they're cutting their own staff out of certain benefits and access that they had before. And it's made its way up to the pilots. Like, we know people at work at Delta who've complained about, you know. Yeah, overwork. Overwork, underpaid, overtime. mandatory overtime, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And now they're starting to cut, like, benefits. Yeah. The main benefits. Like, now, the conversation a lot of them is like, nigga, they gonna cut flight benefits soon. They just gonna have niggas up there working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, or give you just a discount instead of, like, full flight benefits. I can see that, definitely. Yep. And now, now y'all get 50% off. It's still good. good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And good. niggas gonna be like, yo, it's still good. <laughs> and enough niggas is gonna bite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, because it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like, damn. I mean, if you might get grandfathered in, but they might do some shit with the new people. Like, Pilots just looking at other niggas yeah. like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> Nigga, hold the line. <laughs> what? Who gonna fly this bitch? It's yeah. like, a nigga in baggage claim like me. <laughs> if I get to spend the night in Miami, <laughs> I'll parallel park. Put that motherfucker sideways. <laughs> nah, man. But yeah, we definitely gonna have to do something about this uh, shortage of work workers in general. Yeah, pilots pilots need to get treated more like doctors. And I don't know how doctors are getting treated, but Not doctors good. Need, doctors have the same. Doctors need to get treated more like uh, NBA players. Yeah. Uh, which is a good segue. <laughs> uh, we get right into the NBA. Uh, shout out KD. Shout out Kyrie. Man, it's mm. been a fucking interesting week in the NBA. This is not a sports podcast, so ladies, you know, hold you. Yeah, grab your titties if if you you love love hip hop. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but um, Katie opted out. uh, Well, actually requested a trade. Uh, Kyrie opted in, but which means he could still request a trade. But um, so it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh, This team got together less than three years ago, or about three years prior. What's the overall consensus on how they did? Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Harden is now a Philadelphia 76er. Um, KD just requested a trade. Ben Simmons Kyrie's, retired. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons. I forgot about his role in all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ben Simmons is retired. <laughs> and uh, Kyrie played half a season, set out mostly for COVID uh, reasons and shit. So, um, yeah, man, it's really crazy, bro. Like, the old man in me is like, man, maybe players do have too much control. Like, it's kind of like, man, come on, man. Niggas tra- changing teams every two, three years, bro. This just annoying. Like, every time you get mad, you just like, bro, nah, trade me, bro. <laughs> like, Fuck this you. just. <laughs> I just Cut do. Me, dog. I don't know, man. It feels like the inmates are running the asylum, and that's a bad uh, yeah, use of words. Yeah, change is constant, man. As soon as Michael Jordan is probably the player that changed that, in my opinion. Michael Jordan and LeBron James are two LeBron, of LeBron, for sure. Like, with, two as far as player movement, Michael with the power of, like, the uh, celebrity and shit, uh, the superstar. Maybe even Magic. Throwing his weight around in the front office wasn't something that he was, you know, yeah, yeah, not, not, to yeah, not scared yeah, to do. True, so, true, true. I think I think that narrative got a lot of a Control. lot more polished. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. idea got a lot more polished when it came down to LeBron. But yeah, I I think it just comes with the territory. I'm not I'm not necessarily the biggest NBA fan. Like I said, I said this before. I'll say it again. My heart got broken in the '90s with NFL because I grew up a Buffalo Bills fan, and then I saw them lose three Super Bowls back to back. Fuck the Cowboys. I almost fell on Troy Aikman. Mm. I seen him at work at one point. But this is before I saw him, and I realized this thing is like 6'5". Yeah, I fucking hated the Cowboys yeah. growing up, but yeah. Um, And then I was a Knicks fan in the 90s, so I don't really fuck with team sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but this is the, the most... idea of a player being able to leave a team and go somewhere else and win a championship is storybook for, I think, a certain type of fan. And I'm that type of fan. Like, that's that's fine to me. Like, it doesn't – there's no NBA loyalty to any team. I wouldn't look at it and feel no type of way if that was my team. I'm just looking at, looking at it based on his sole ability to do something off an idea that I want to go to this place. Like, or I want to go – I want to go win a championship here. So, seeing KD do that with Golden State, it was kind of fire because I didn't really care what, what team – nobody was a fan of the Oklahoma City Thunder like that. Unless he was from Oklahoma City, I, I didn't meet any random Oklahoma City Thunder fans. They just fuck with they fuck with KD. They fuck with Harden. They yeah, fuck yeah. with Russ. Yeah, like, yeah, true. They like that idea. Yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. when they went everywhere else, like, like shit, we going there too. Yeah, 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 yeah for so, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, certain franchises I don't feel like actually have fans, so that's another thing too. So yeah. I think when you get to a certain point, you look at the NBA. It is there are certain teams that are built off stars. When those stars go other places, you know they. They do control a certain amount of the power just because they have the ability to affect the bottom line of a team. When LeBron left Cleveland, that shit fucked up his whole infrastructure. I feel like part of the reason their whole infrastructure. I feel like part of the oh, reason yeah, he goes sure. back and invests so much into it is because it was like he feels it was, bad. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah, I owe the city. I mean, it was that whole fallout when he did leave Cleveland. Like the owner of the Cavaliers issued that letter to calling LeBron unloyal and he's snake and all this other crazy shit. I mean, that was first time he left he ended up coming back after that so now nah, you're right uh, like I said I don't love it man just because I'm from a different era like once I saw AI and like even though he wasn't free agent but once I saw him in like a Nuggets jersey like that was like the end of my childhood like I remember but, like you know what childhood is over now yeah. <laughs> I get a job <laughs> yeah 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 I got I got this some drugs put, I gotta do something put bro. all this fedora <laughs> 
Picked up his briefcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm an adult now, bro. Like, hey, guys, not feet. a sixer, bro. This shit's weird, bro. Like, it's not right. Like, I felt like that with uh. Some people probably felt like that with MJ with the Wizards, but it, like my my adult Shaq moment. with the Celtics. Mmm, that's another Shaq one. Shaq with yeah. the Celtics was mine. I was like, oh my god, thirty three. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even thirty four. Yeah. Yeah, somebody, I think somebody had it or is retired or some shit with the Celtics. I remember him talking about that. They asked him to name all his numbers. But uh, anyway, yeah, man. So um, we will see how that turns out. I know KD had a list. I know they're reporting that uh, top two teams were the Suns and the Heat. So it's going to be interesting. Um, KD on the Heat would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. KD on the Heat. I mean, they were shit one game, one or two games away from the uh, finals last year. KD without KD. Butler? Yeah, yeah. That would be a – yeah. Yeah, so or Chris Paul and KD, that'd mm-hmm. be a hell of a combo too. So um, we'll see how that works out, man. Just want to throw the little NBA Nuggets in there. Uh, see what I did there, NBA Nuggets. No, mm-hmm. all right, okay. Mm, get it, forget it. Chicken punchlines. <laughs> <laughs> Polynesian sauce. You dig it? Denver Nuggets. All right. Yeah, all right. Oh. <laughs> destruction for another 30 minutes or, yeah, we, yeah. or we can talk about uh we just can get into what we've been watching and what we've been listening to for real um, i do mine because it's quick i don't think i've been watching a lot and my computer's about to die so even more of a reason to check this shit out before it dies check 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 it out check 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 it out i could just plug it in but you know how that goes uh let's see what we got oh i watched uh i started bird girl mm. And I don't know if anybody remember uh, Harvey Birdman series that used to be on Cartoon Network years yep. ago. So they did a little spinoff. I'm assuming this is his daughter. But it's, it's pretty funny, man. You know, I'm always into the adult cartoon realm. And it's uh, one of those Adult Swim series. So uh, shout out to Bird Girl. Fucking with that. Uh, watched a new episode of The Boys. Uh, Sean said he hasn't watched it yet. So I'm not going to spoil it as much as I would like to. Because there's a lot of big bombs that drop. But so all the people that's a fan of The Boys, man. Y'all know. I can't say it. But y'all know. It's crazy, right? Super crazy. Yeah. I didn't think so either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the conversation about that. Uh, for everybody who hasn't seen it yet, uh, please tune in. This shit's pretty good. It's really good. Uh, I watched... What else did I watch? I watched the... Oh, yeah, the Machine Gun Kelly documentary. No, I'm joking. I didn't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mind Over Murder. I think I missed this last week. It's uh, it's a crazy little story about this woman that got killed uh, in the Boston area in the 80s. There's a lot to unpack. I'm not even going to get into it because it's still unraveling, but it's only on episode two, so it's hard to really tell what's going on. But it is on HBO Max if you're bored. Um... I guess that's about it. I haven't really watched much this week. Uh, oh, the big con about this lawyer named Eric C. Con. This shit's hilarious, man. This shit—he was conning the U.S. government out of um, uh, what's the shit when you're handicapped? 
disability disability insurance mm-hmm. so yeah it's small town like 90 percent of the people got a- approved for the disability insurance and it's like this white guy man he goes on the run and shit he's hilarious man he's he's definitely a fucking character it's like this shit can't be real but it is apparently like they did a whole dateline about him years ago but this is uh one just about him uh i don't know if i talked about this before but i'll, I'll say it again the long game this is about uh, McCore Maker. He's the brother of Thon Maker, who who played in the NBA for a while. He was a top pick. I want to say he was a lottery pick a few years ago. His little brother, uh, they're uh, you know of African descent. I can't remember what part of Africa they're from, but uh, basically they all their brothers have been getting shipped here and moved in with his family, and they all become like top prospects and all like get close to the NBA, but none of them quite really stuck. Thon Maker played for about two or three years in the NBA. His brother was like the number one uh, recruit, and he chose to go to HBCU the year COVID hit. Mm. So he was going to be a one-and-done player. COVID happened. They canceled the season, so he didn't get to play. Then he gets hurt right before the NBA combine. So his stock goes all the way down, and now he's playing in France. So, yeah. Uh, I guess I just ruined that whole documentary, but yeah. So watch it anyway, though. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's already out there, so you ain't really ruined yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty old too. Other than that, uh, podcast land. Uh, I listened to Drink Champs this morning, uh, with Scott Storch. Shout out Scott Storch, man. Uh, you know, uh, great producer. Uh, Crime and Sports. The awfulness of Dana Stubblefield. Uh, anybody that was a 49ers fan in the 90s know who Dana Stubblefield is, and uh, he's pretty fucked up. Um, other than that, oh, Knuckleheads. They had somebody dope on here this week. Who was it? Oh, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. But it was Dwight Howard. Uh, shout out Dwight Howard, man, A-Town legend. I guess I got a rep you, bro. You are from Atlanta. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, we'll leave it like that. All right. Um, what have I been watching this week? Uh, I watched Down with the King, Freddie Gibbs. Oh, yeah, I watched that too, man. Shout out Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> Shout out I'm Freddie, maybe, man. Or maybe not, nigga. I want my money back, and I ain't pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucked with the terribleness that was this movie, man. Yeah, this might quite possibly be the worst movie I've ever seen in life. It's It's up there. It's like belly. It's like, like it literally it's had like no an point. anticlimactic belly. Yeah, it had no point whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like it was no point to the movie. Like what was the point? Did you pull something from that movie? I want to do a deep dive. <laughs> I need somebody to do like a breakdown on YouTube so we can understand certain aspects of the movie. Like I don't get they like they built to nothing. Like there was mm-hmm. no like there's crescendo. no resolution. Yeah. Like is this the nigga that turned into the the dude? From Crime Page, does he eventually become that nigga who runs the farm and is selling dope? Yeah, maybe if the music is connected to it, but I'm like, like Money Mark never becomes anything. He just fucks a white girl and goes mm-hmm. back to rapping, and then goes back to the farm. And I don't know how is he still affording this. Like that's got to be a crazy money pit. <laughs> Yeah, farms you are expensive air, as shit. And you Airbnb in a, a farm, bro? Yeah, that's got to be crazy, bro. What's yeah. your detailing bill look like? You driving this G-Wagon through all this mud and snow. It's not even in the garage. You just got the bitch outside. 
<laughs> and this nigga in like warm ups and all these fucking expensive ass, I assume, fucking track suits and shit. Like chopping wood. <laughs> chopping wood, rolling in mud and shit. Nigga had all whites on walking through mud. I'm like, what? Why does this nigga have all whites on, bro? <laughs> Chasing pigs and shit. <laughs> What's funny is I I feel like I feel like because it's him, he's trying to if if I'm if I'm thinking, hopefully this is the the same wave he's on. Like he's like yo, it's attention. It ain't got to be good. It's just attention, because it does feel like choices. It feels like an artsy approach to baller blocking. Like it feels it's the anticlimactic success story. I never seen any of those movies, but I'm assuming they're just as terrible. Yeah, <laughs> as, as, all uh, bad. Crime Hot Pays, or whatever the fuck it's called. Down with the King. No, nope. yeah, I wish it was called Crime Pays. I feel like even the title, like just a better title. Like I don't even know what the title had to do with anything with the movie. Yeah, I don't know why. Why was he the king? <laughs> <laughs> like that shit was so crazy. And then when I saw that like sh- like schleppy like looking white chick, like I was like, oh man, he's gonna fuck her. I just knew it. I was like, they couldn't give him a bad bitch. <laughs> they got to give him this fucking heroin, fucking drugged out looking hoe. Like, no no salt to her. Maybe it was the makeup. Maybe that's the look she's going for. But whatever the case is, like, yo, this bitch looked like she came from the woods, man. Like, I this nigga's a, a famous rapper. She was at the hardware store. And he left the bad bitches of the industry to come fuck a chick that works at a hardware store. Like, not even like a random baddie. Like... <laughs> It's crazier things, man. I'm telling you. And like, I know it ain't no pussy up in the woods and shit, but no, goddamn, no, no. nigga. We're on the farm, but he yeah, was trying to get away was... from everything that he knew, man. Yeah, so everybody, please watch Down with the King, man. If you want to be, uh, if you want to not be as big of a fan of Freddie Gibbs as you were, if you want to, it's a conversation. To, it's like a, it's a coffee table conversation. Amongst niggas who listen to Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. It's definitely like a, a crime, uh, what's it, crime pace? Or a killer season moment. Where I like saw that, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to listen to Cameron no more. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is then. <laughs> like, I, I don't, this has nothing to do with the music, but it has everything to do with the music. I've lived long enough to see my heroes fall out the sky. Yeah, yeah. Heroes become villains, nigga. Yeah, Fuck boys. that. Y'all niggas are, y'all niggas are ruining the culture, bro. <laughs> This shit is bad. But nah, shout out Freddie, man. Keep keep acting. I haven't liked any of your performances in acting yet, but I mean... Bust Down was good. I don't need it, man. I feel like this nigga overacts a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like him in the, in the comedic yes. <laughs> arena. It's just like, nah, you're trying to force them lines out. Like, comedy He's... is one of those things that kind of just needs to flow off the tongue. Once you start looking like you're acting too much, it just, to me, it kills it. He's like, got a little Jim Carrey in him. Like, yeah. yeah. This nigga, yeah. this nigga like to play dress up. Yeah, he does. You know, so yeah, he do that a lot. Yeah, like the wigs. Wear wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, anyway. but I, I watched uh, I watched this other movie called Men. It's a horror film. It's probably the most unsettled I've been by a film in a uh, while. I kept seeing that shit on it. It's so. It's so. It's like we, we, me and Taji talked about Hereditary a lot, and I, I suggested he watch this movie as well, just because it's really anticlimactic until it turns up, and it was like, oh shit, I had to put the movie down, stop, I had to stop it, get away, <laughs> come back to it. I think I, in all honesty, I think I skipped the part that freaked me out, and I was like, yeah, all right, 
And then um, it just got progressively weirder. I don't know. Much like Down with the King, I wouldn't suggest this movie to anybody for any other reason. Be like, yo, I sat through it, so now you have to, too. Like, yeah, yeah. Just watch this, bro. Let me know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel. <clears throat> it wasn't anything I'm going to watch again. Yeah, I watched the. Well, I didn't watch the trailer. I just read the synopsis. So I was like, eh, nah. It's like once you realize, it's like what? And then by that point, it's too late. Yeah, you're already in it. You're already in it. Now mm-hmm. you got to figure out why. Then you get there, and it's, mm-hmm. it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Watchmen, man. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. You take away your own opinion. Man. <laughs> it is whatever you want. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, man from Toronto. No comment, man. I think I think Kevin Hart's any yeah, movie. You be wild, in bro. Yeah, I, I watched it at a family barbecue. Oh it, yeah, it was, it was like which, which, was, is, which is respectable. Yeah, I was with people who I I trust their judgment on entertainment, and I trust their judgment more so on setting. You know what I mean? You can't play everything because everything ain't for everybody in that type of environment. So we played it safe. Went middle of the road. Something with a little bit of action. Some hilarity. Yeah, yeah, you definitely gotta do that with family. Yeah, you can't can't offend the old folk. Can't, yeah, oh, like you know, bore, like over, bore the bore the the young kids. So yeah, a little bit of spice, but not too something, much. Something interesting enough to pay attention to. Yeah, it was terrible, man. That's, Let me, that's all Kevin I'm saying. Would say, yeah, don't go too far now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it right there. <laughs> Shout out, Kevin. Bro. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't think he heard it anywhere else but from his soul. Yeah, <laughs> I know, bro. I know. It's like, bro. Every time you're joking, around, you're joking to go too far at parties around old niggas, brother. All right, now. Don't go two, too far now. Give you two laughs yeah, yeah. and a warning. Exactly. <laughs> That's some black shit, bro. The two laughs and a warning, bro. They let you know. Like, All right, bro. All right. <laughs> That's the line. <laughs> don't go too far, nigga. But yeah, 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 uh, yeah. You wildin' for watching that though. Uh, I, yeah, Kevin Hart, bro. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a Kevin Hart movie. Paper I just, Soldiers. Paper Soldiers. Mm, True. I saw his first that. movie and I was yeah. like, "Up, oh, never again." <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Won't catch me slipping. I don't know if we talked about everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, I've heard about it. That's that movie with I the watched crazy everything. cover. Yeah, I watched everything, everywhere, all at once. It's. I watched it twice. I heard good things about it. It's a good movie. There are a lot of parts about it that make me feel like it could have stopped a whole hour shorter. But (laughs) because the story is just so extensive, because it's everything, everywhere, all at once, it allowed me time to see the story, you know, evolve. Um Another movie again. I'd be terrible, a terrible movie critic. Be like, yo, just watch it, nigga. See what you think, nigga. I, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck you, want me to tell you, nigga? I've seen it. <laughs> I saw the movie and I, I liked it, but because I know what I know of the rest of the world to a certain extent, I don't know if everybody else gonna like it. And I wouldn't watch it again. I don't know who I'd suggest it to. I don't know. I don't know who I'd suggest. What type movie of movie to. is it? It's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. But, and that's the only way you can really describe it because it's about multiverse. You know, it's a. I'll peep that. By part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. by proxy, it's about everything, everywhere, all at <laughs> once. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> 
It's a story, but I, I'll give you... I like movies that are about stories. So, in the sense where it, it could be a day in the life. It could be action-packed and drawn out. But if the story ain't interesting, if it's predictable, I'm not going to fuck with it. So, if you can keep my attention through two and a half, I think it's like two hours almost. Maybe, maybe just at two hours. For two hours, and I can fuck with your movie. Yeah, it's cool. I watched it again, too. So... I would give it a watch and a half <laughs> out of none. Out of a Rolex. Get a watch and a half. A yeah. Philippe Child. <laughs> give it an auto mirror. Yeah. What else you got? Um, as far as what I've been listening to podcast wise, um, I, I'm sure this is probably going to incur some sort of conversation later. I really don't fuck with Adam 22. I really don't fuck with it. It was a point in time where I could tolerate his podcast, but now I'm hearing him on other podcasts. Maybe maybe I'm a hater, and he's just getting too much money. Like, Man, I've never been a fan of his. I'd never say I was a fan. I, I just don't like... I, I put him in the same box as I put Vlad. In. Same. And and I Like, hate sometimes him. I indulge in their content, because they, they sometimes they have good content. But I, as them, as, like, people, nah, man, I don't fuck with them guys at all. It's looking like Jerry Springer over there. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, they definitely freak shows. They definitely like and uh, seeing it happen. And it's not even all of them because I do. I do still listen to a lot of the um, the trail interviews. A lot of the trail interviews are dope. I've even listened to some of the Sharp interviews. So his content ain't bad. It's just those him. are the other guys. Yeah, yeah some yeah, of the other yeah, people. Yeah, now it's a, yeah, I think I seen the Sharp joint. It's an umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to me for knowing talent when I see it. Soft white underbelly. I've, I've been telling niggas Sharp was that. Oh, Sharp will get a show somewhere else. Yeah, uh, that's what he he made it from Soft White Underbelly. Mm. Uh, they interviewed Adam Twenty Two. One of the interviews I fucked with was the was one, the one where he interviewed the guy from Soft White Underbelly, and he talked about the Sharp interview. And then eventually, Adam Twenty Two interviewed Sharp, and eventually they got a deal um, where he's got a show on there. The show is chaos. I don't watch a lot of Sharp interviews because it's absolute madness. Strippers on there fighting. He had Blueface on there twice. <laughs> Shout out Blueface, man. Whatever you got going and staying out of jail, man, be safe. Uh, <laughs> Fuck with Blueface, man. <laughs> I just, I'm just scared for him. Not as a rapper or as a person, but as an idea. As an idea. <laughs> as a concept that people can be this way. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that's how I felt about Boot Game. I was like, yo, I don't fuck with anything he's doing, but the fact that a nigga can do this and yeah. still function like, yeah. to some extent... Like you still relevant? Make money and shit. Take care of his family. You give me hope. Yeah. For the idea of like, I'm like nigga. I could just be walking down the street and I could be doing something ridiculous and maybe that would be my way out. Thanks to niggas like Blueface. Well, anything can happen. Man. Yeah. You yeah. have your KG moment where you just realize mm-hmm. anything's anything possible. possible. Looking at this yeah. nigga Blueface, <laughs> the bunk beds. It's <laughs> crazy. Nigga got his bitches in bunk beds. Dog. Oh shit. Fighting every week. It's a whole reality show that ain't on a single show. Yeah. Like, it's not on a single network. That shit just on Instagram. I believe. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, shout out Blueface. Hey, um, I remember seeing the fight that they had from the show. Somebody clipped. And it's like, clearly his homies in, in shirts to just say security on the back. <laughs> These niggas is in high school. 
Oh, it, they just for loss, like lawsuits and shit. Like, it's just like, yeah, no, 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 that's my uh, man's on security. We'll mm, fix the paperwork mm, later on back yeah. channel shit. Hell yeah, just in case we get sued, bro, because they run that footage. In the meantime, security, nigga, yeah. take this Toyota Camry, bro, and make sure that you keep a camera in it at all times. <laughs> that shit's crazy, bro. He's still getting show money and shit, which is crazy too, man. This uh, this is a crazy world, man. Yeah, America really does just live off of entertainment and entertainment solely. That's um, our greatest resource. At this point now, and and everybody else is doing it better than us. Other than guns. Mm. Uh, I've been listening to some Joe Rogan, man. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I ain't, I ain't heard from that nigga in a minute. Uh, Shout out Joe though. Which one? Go back and check. I ain't up. been back since all the nigger talk. Really? Nah. I Save our parks. Before. The Save Our Parks episodes are Ari Shafir, Shane Gillis, and Mark Norman. Uh, every everybody's favorite white comics it seems right now. Yeah, yeah, I fuck with Mark Norman, man. I'm, I, He's I, hilarious. I, I fuck with Mark Norman, too. Shane Gillis is funny. I also think that uh, Ari Shafir, I'm just waiting for him to do one more thing for like the, all his friends to disown him. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he walks the edge, man. Yeah. He 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 was one of the first dudes I heard do a Kobe joke that I thought was like kind of in poor taste. Then when you add up all the other poor taste shit he says, it's just like, all right, bro. I guess that's just your stick. And I, and I respect it because some people just like to, they like to be habitual line steppers, as uh, R.I.P. Charlie Murphy would say. But um, I don't know, man. You got to watch that guy. Yeah, he, that's why I say, like, yo. He's white, so it makes him dangerous. Yeah. If he was black, it'd just be funny. And he's I think he's, white, he's, so he's intentionally turned it down just because there was, I don't know if you heard about it, but he had this whole scandal where he uh, dosed. Burt Kreishner. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dosed him unknowingly. Yeah. Was, it, was it acid? No, nah, Molly. Molly, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And his friends kind of was like, all right, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> when you start fucking with Joe Rogan money, he can't stand beside you. Yeah. You got you to gotta yeah, tone it down. Because yeah, everybody loved to be in that little circle, man. Anybody that fucks with Joe, bro, they eating. They eating good. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you I can, think he made calls like Oprah. He liked the white Oprah. I think his base is so big, it's like, it's a Drake, he's like the Drake of podcasting, like mm. Drake can do his joint with anybody. I saw like a breakdown yep. of how Drake impacts the entire industry, like anything that he touches, or artist, like artists that he's collabed with have entire careers based off like one feature, so I think the same thing with Joe, that's why I like some shit, I mean, you see like now, nowadays, you see celebrities fighting to get a spot on Joe Rogan, yeah. like. And call it the Joe Rogan bump. Yeah, yeah, shit, um, that's why Freddie Gibbs staying close. He's a joke and say nigga as much as he won't. This nigga Freddie Gibbs is on uh Kill Tony and shit. This nigga's trying to get in, in, indoctrinated into the game. Yeah, I feel him, man. Could you get in there? You be the black guy in that game? Mm-hmm. So you out of here, bro. Fuck rap. Do all the coke you want. Mm-hmm. Um speaking of uh Burt Kreisner, uh and uh Tony Hinchcliffe, I listened to the episode that they had with them. I listened to all of the shit that he's got with his comedy homeboys. Some of the MMA joints, um, but not as of late. He ain't really been interviewing anybody I cared about. Uh, MMA's in a weird place right now. Uh, I, I keep up with it. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing Israel Adesanya fight uh, Jared Cannonier this weekend on July 2nd. Um, just because I like, I like the fact that Cannoneer went from a heavyweight or a light heavyweight all the way down to what is he a welterweight now, and it has gone like on a seven fight win streak. Um, that's just kind of crazy, especially if you know how difficult it is to kind of like transition weight and be successful. There's always some drawback either based on agility or power, like especially when you cut weight. 
Um, but uh, yeah, everything else that I've been listening to has been same shit I've been listening to for the past few weeks. Uh, a lot of Vince Staples, um, JPEG Mafia. Um, what is it? Sometimes we feel pain. Uh, yeah, I think it's sometimes we feel pain. Um, it's just random BB and CC Winans sample featuring Anita Baker that they used and it's just a crazy song. I don't really fuck with anything else JPEG Mafia did. Uh shout out Logan. Logan tried to put me on and I was like, yeah, all this other shit pales in comparison. I'm not listening to anything else he puts out. But I'll listen to this a thousand times a day. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's it. Uh all right. Uh I guess that is about it. I guess we'll wash never washed up. Wash never washed uh, up. Um Oh yeah, uh, by the, uh, Kevin Herter, he just got traded, man. No longer Atlanta Falcons, so uh, shout out to him, man. Good luck on your journeys. Hell yeah, free the guys. Uh, <laughs> he just got traded. Let me Where'd see. Where'd he go to? Let's, let's see. Um, Kevin Herter just got traded to the Sacramento Kings. So yeah, all my Atlanta Hawks fans, we miss. We're gonna miss the Red Rocket, man. Shout out uh, Kevin Herter, bro. Um, Atlanta OG. Kind of, sort of. And on that note, we are Wash Never Washed Up. I am Draft. I am Sean Luke Picard. And uh, this was episode 91. Allegedly. Uh, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Y'all stay black. <laughs>